All right, so right now I'm in the debacle of moving, and uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but uh, the contractor, I want to shout out the contractor because um, they just started today. The pedal and jet. Sass. They started, they woke me up. Dun, 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 ding, 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 ding. This is a new house, bro. I don't know what the doorbell sounds like. It's startling. Yeah, the ceilings are taller. Everything's echoey. You know what I'm saying? Because all the patrons have been, you know, people been cash apping your boy. <laughs> What's your cash app? People ask for it. Dollar sign, Chingo Bling 23. <laughs> for 23 cents a day, you can encourage Chingo Bling to stick his neck out and be truthful and, and say shit like, motherfucker, I tried to warn y'all. So much to talk about. I tried to warn y'all. So shout out to Constructant Quality Construction. Uh, on Facebook, you can hit them up. También tienen el WhatsApp. But on Facebook, you can hit them up at Construct, E-N-T-Q-L-T-Y. Get your free estimate. Ask for Bobby. Tell him Chingo sent you. Because when he came through to give us the quote, he was like, hey, man, um, don't I know you by another name, Essay? You, and I was you like, like, I don't want no problem. Were you like bro. friend or foe? Friend or foe? Friend or foe. I was like, bro, I'm new to the neighborhood, bro. I, I, I'm from nowhere. <laughs> I was born, I, I grew up in the southeast, and I live in a trade right now, but I ain't got no plex with the north side. I'm a nobody. So we live on the north now. You know, we're not going to give you all the coordinates, you know what I'm saying? You fuck around and to, really, really find out. North. And it's a gated community, but guess what? I still don't trust that shit. No, you shouldn't. No, I do trust not. Trust nobody. Nothing. Uh, hit up Bobby at Constructant Quality Construction at Construct E-N-T-Q-L-T-Y. Yeah, we need, we need to get more cameras up in the, in the spot because you can't trust nobody. You got to get the ring and then the ring spotlight and then the ring garage. Bro, I don't even trust my camera install, man. That's a good point. It's like, how do I know you ain't putting coordinates on the cameras and you over here looking, you know, peeping and scheming? We got to see how good Joseph or Adrian are with uh, wiring some cameras. Yeah. No, no. I, I think we got some. Actually, somebody hit us up. Uh, I believe it might have been the Discord or uh, something like that. But, um, but yeah, man, been moving. So, uh, hey, we're awake now. We got a lot going on. We got a country to save, brother. What's in your coffee cup, by the way? What wakes you up when you don't have coffee at home and you're forced to buy some big branch coffee? What do you go for? Well, normally, you know, I like to support local. I try not to go to big brands. Of course, of but course. yeah, man, anything like a uh, like an iced americano, iced coffee. That's the go-to. Uh, man. Maybe like a cold brew. You know, yeah, like yeah. a little nitro on in your life. That's a go-to iced americano. That's what real men drink. But but today I panicked and I got some shit that's super sweet. Well, I saw it had some foam on it's top. It's like super sweet and fat. I looked at it after the fact, like damn, two hundred fifty calories. Oof. I'm like, I know I'm bulking. Oof. But goddamn, you bulking for jujitsu? Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work out. It's like two different opposing things. But look, moving in the humidity yeah. is going to get me ready for that damn jujitsu gym because they ain't got no AC. So from today, from the day that this drops, when are you starting your new routine? <sighs> Brother, we it's, still got we got to get the podcast studios in order. That's very uh, true. Shout out to the patrons, patreon.com forward slash redpiltamales and hit us up on Rockfin. Rockfin.com forward slash redpiltamales. R-O-K-F-I-N. Those links should be everywhere by the time this episode drops. In the socials, on the website, go, you'll find it. Yeah. And uh, before we talk about politics, again, big shout out to our fam, our distribution partners over at Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N. They said, Chingo, we like that you and Rob get to express yourselves freely and not be worried about big tech censoring y'all, surveilling y'all, selling your data. <laughs> it's true. I mean, in the, in the Discord, I think it was based at Tuis that he had listened to the most recent episode and was like, yo, I just listened to Monday's episode. 
I got it. I get it. I know what you t- guys are trying to do over okay. on Rockfin. I understand like the censorship possibilities and so yeah. on and so forth. I was like, cool. Yeah, because it's their own servers. And yeah, stuff. like that's what I'm saying. So we're trying to build that infrastructure over there just in case. So if you're like, do we have to leave Patreon? No, you don't have to. Nah, leave you're fine. You stay there. That's cool. That's cool. Though the biggest perk is if you like the other content creators on Rockfin, go support those yeah. content creators as well. At the very least, go check it out. But uh, we're very excited about branching out. Hell yeah. And we are number seven. Oh, dude. On the Mexico charts in the motherland. So I got, you know, I got the email with some some charts and stuff. And I was like, Mexico. And I clicked the link. Mexico top charts, Apple. I was like, number seven? And I look at the other, our company, you know, you got Matt Walsh. You were like, ay, ay, ay. I, dude, the first thing I thought was when you did comedy in Mexico. And, and I you went, Brr! I did, I did. I put on some Vicente and I just started, you know, drinking in my room by myself. You got un poquito loco, un poco loco. That's right. I was actually jamming for Sachi Mariachi, but no big deal. NBD came out 2020. You guys should check it out. For sure. I talked to some people over the weekend too at a kid's party and uh, they're like, how's Shingo? You know, what's going on? I was like, good. He's like, they're like, I know that he's doing comedy, but when's he going to drop some some new music? They're like, does he perform at kid's parties? (laughs) <laughs> he will these days him if the shot. price is right hey come on and i go uh i mean he dropped versace mariachi in, in 2020 he was like they were like what's that and i was like the latest album he's mm. like oh so they all whipped out their spotify and they're like oh, i had no idea yeah and it's jamming too it's uh, so good it's, it's some jams on there and we got a uh a new remix a new single dropping fourth of july cannot wait oh, just in time for white history month for that <laughs> magamonth is what you it know is. what i'm saying ultra magamonth it's magamonth bro shit Rep your shit. Y'all, come on now. Uh, on the way over here, the, the printer was out of ink, so I couldn't give Chingo his notes. So I have everything queued up here. But I want to ask you, like I typically do, is there anything that's happened? I don't know if you've been able to pay attention to anything over the weekend because you've been so damn busy. A little bit, a little bit. Because when I'm, dri- when I'm driving that U-Haul, I'll be jamming podcasts and shit. I just, I don't know why, just picturing you drive a U-Haul kind of makes me a chuckle. A big-ass U-Haul. And then I have my, my 13-year-old. She's like, Dad, I'm scared to be in this truck. Because <laughs> you're driving or just the truck? I mean, it's just like, it's loud. You're like, and I can't see out the back. She, she was scared to see the gas pump price. Oof. I said, cover your eyes, mija. This is Biden's America. She's like, well, according to TikTok, mija, it's not. It's- mija, look at me, mija. We're citizens and we're oppressed. Well, according to TikTok, Dad, it's Putin's price hike. Yeah. But isn't it all Putin's fault? They got her. Yeah, it's too late now. That's what happens, man. You know what I'm saying? Her mom let her get on social media. Her mom let her have a cell phone. Now, I'm over here trying to goddamn save a country. God bless Chingo. I'm over here trying to represent MAGA gang. Dark MAGA. King MAGA. King MAGA. And Mr. King MAGA representing the ultra MAGA. El Rey the four players. Now El Rey the MAGA. Hey, man, Biden, he's pretty good at branding because he's just coming up with flyer shit. Flyer shit. He just, one day, he just be like... Uh, matter of fact, they the MAGA gang. And we're all like, yeah, motherfucker, hell yeah, I like that it's shit. It's the best name in history. Yeah. I kind of like it. Thanks, uh, Joe. Um, so what have you, when you're in the U-Haul, what did you catch over the weekend that was like, holy shit? Um, well, I, I follow a bunch of random uh, Twitter accounts. And one of them had like reposted like some TikTok shit. And you got to be careful with the TikToks, right? Because I do not keep the gates of hell application on my cell phone, on my mobile device. Do you have any on your on your phone anymore? Yeah, on this one, of course, you got the Discord. I like to look at the YouTube analytics. Why I just be mad, like why motherfuckers ain't subscribing? Yeah, CBTV hit it up. Um, I do have the Facebook Business Suite, but that I don't. That's it's just so in case confusing. I gotta go live, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, not really, man. I feel way better not having Instagram. Like, I'm literally to the point where, like, I do not give a fuck. Uh, shout out to Juan Perez. He's making sure that, like, hey, man, that we'll get together from time to time, crank out a bunch of videos and stuff. And he's, like, making sure the drip and the flow and, mm-hmm. and it's tagged up with some show info and everything. 
But um, that was always one of my biggest beefs and my biggest headaches. Like that's that was one of the biggest pain points of you know what we're trying to do as a media company, right? right. A media company that does live entertainment events, a media company that you know has to write jokes, yeah. a media company got to take out the trash, cut the grass, drive the U-Haul. <laughs> you know, a media company that pretty much got to do everything. A media company's got to deliver baby strollers <laughs> and baby seats. <laughs> a media <laughs> Over the week. They got to meet up with another media company. Yeah, they have to deliver those yeah. seats and car seats and strollers to somebody to said else. Media company. To but said, but yeah. um, so what do I listen to in the U-Haul? Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Basically, the fucking point. All right. So is there a I, point? There's I no saw point. some shit on TikTok because I followed random Twitter accounts, and it was a lady who apparently was an, into agriculture and animals and stuff, and um, she had her like hatchback, some kind of like mini SUV open. She had some hay and some type of feed, and she's like. Y'all over there, she sound like Ruth Langmore. Y'all over there scared, talking about the gas price, why it's so high. She said, y'all, y'all need to be worrying about this food prices. We're talking $13 a pound bacon. We're talking $28 a pound chicken. We're talking about $30, $40 a pound beef. And she's like, she's like, this, this hay used to cost me $4 a bundle. And then she's like, this bag of grain used to be $11, $14. Now we're looking at, and she's basically doing the math, saying this whole hatchback, she's like, it's costing me, now it's costing me 4X, 5X initial costs. And she's like, the calves were just born. Sorry, I'm popping right because I'm getting That's out. That's fine. She, she's like, the calf was just born. You have to factor in the expense has not hit yet. I got to raise this calf, fatten up that cow, thicken up them goats, make sure them horses is healthy. And I'm like, horses? We finna eat horse, bitch? She's like, you don't know this Biden's America. Anyway, she basically said, get ready because our price is going up. She says, by the time we have to process these animals and render the protein to the market, she's like, you have to factor in costs. So guess what? Certain members of my family who I will not red flag. <laughs> Certain members of my family done already said, hey, bro, we got the freezer. With a little half calf in that bitch, that's gonna get you some fajita. That's gonna get you some brisket. If you have a re if you are a meat producer, a meat uh, amigos meat distribution, holla at me. Anybody that's in the meat game, holla at us. Right? Y'all yeah. need to be sponsoring this show because La Raza is waking up and they they get nervous about like so. What plan is there exactly for the inflation? Like, so what are we doing? People having to take a crash course on economics. Like, what are we doing about this economy? What's going on with this dollar? You know what I'm saying? What's up with wages? Because every time you get a raise, factor in that inflation. Your bitch ass ain't getting no raise. So, you know, we'll throw, away, uh, throw around acronyms from time to time. So I just looked up, you know, the, the CPI being the Consumer Price Index, which mm -hmm. is what measures the average change over time and the prices paid by urban cust uh, consumers for a market basket of consumer goods and services. So this is from May 2020. Food. Okay. Food at home. It's up 11.9%. Cereals, bakery products, 11.6%. Meats, poultry, fish, and eggs are up 14.2%. Everything is up. If you're listening to the podcast, you're up, you're probably aware of this, but there might be people who are just now, like you said, you know, is that family, did you know that that family had them freezers? You knew they were ready or they were just kind of like. They mentioned we got a calf plug. What's up? All right. That's I'm cool. like, yeah, I like ribs. Hell yeah. I like steaks. I like ground beef. And guess what else? My job as the parent, my job as the husband, my job as like the um, El Presidente of Herrera, Casa Herrera. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you know, Marisol, you know, she, 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 she like, when you gonna shout out the co-CEO? <laughs> but basically, like, as parents, as the head of the household, you have to try your, you have to look your kids in the eye and they got to believe that you're trying to look over the hill and around the corner, right? That way they could just play the Wii U or, or go practice dance moves. You know what I'm saying? They can go be kids. At the same time, you want to arm them with the tools so that they're not lazy and procrastinating and just falling into traps, right? Yeah. But it's our job as adults and as parents to know, have the uh, wherewithal to, to be wise enough and say, all right, this man not sound gangster. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, some people might think like, ah, oh, man, y'all wearing y'all's 10-4 hats, man. Y'all over there, man. Y'all don't know. Come on, dog. We good, bro. It's good over here. You really think America going to fall off like that? And it's like, you're getting squeezed from every angle, right? So so it's, it's up to us, the parents, to know that, hey, if I invest in this uh, backup food, if I invest in this calf or half a calf whatever put that bitch in a freezer if i invest in that today it's really just super fucking smart because that same shit you just bought in in weight and protein is gonna be worth so much more six months from now or it's gonna be so much more expensive a year from now what's gonna be the supply and demand for that a year and a half i don't know how long you could keep a half calf in your goddamn freezer but (laughs) but my point is like the way shit works is like, um, you know, people like agriculture, people, mm-hmm. farmers, they're getting de-incentivized. There's going to be less incentive for them to be in the grain game, for them to be fucking with these animals and worried about the the variables of prices of free, uh, grain and feed. You got to fatten them up. You got to raise them. Then come in regulations and everything else. But if you have a few people drop out, of the protein game Mm -hmm. that affects the supply so now you're gonna have less and less and we're seeing all these food processing plants mysteriously being arsoned in the dead of night just we don't know why just coincidental i have no idea why i'm not here to speculate but when the supply of that meat goes down the demand is also going up that's gonna make price go up so you're going to be at the grocery store looking goofy talking about, ¿sabes qué, mijito? Uh, a la noche vamos a, vamos a comer. Like, you, now you're eating scrambled eggs and spaghetti. <laughs> you know, you might get some tuna. God damn, scrambled eggs, spaghetti, and tuna. You might put some tuna in your ramen. Like, like a prisoner. So, you know, don't, don't fall for the okie doke Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what this fall harvest looks like, this 2022 fall harvest. So I don't remember what it was specifically. People were saying like, all right, if you're expecting strawberries, you know, later this year, don't think so. They're going to be either priced out of purchase, you know, purchasing ability or they're just not going to be there Uh, with the fuel going up. Like we talk about this every week. And, you know, driving in this morning, I was just thinking about all the different things that we talk about and then we listen to and then we read and then we watch leading up to podcasts. Dude, it's it's insane. Like you're 42. I'm 32. And I never thought that things could get this bad in modern America. Never. Like, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we tried to warn y'all, but we didn't know it was going to be this goddamn bad. Exactly, right? This fast? And we, a lot of, we, and a lot of people on this side of the aisle were saying, like, it's really a lot worse, it's, it, it's not worth you saying, I'm not, because what people did is they didn't vote for Biden, right? They voted against Trump. Yeah. If we believe that everything... A lot of people, yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot of people did that. Yeah, if we believe that everything was was uh, square and, and the most secure in history... Of course. Why would they lie to us? Why, would it, why wouldn't they it They have right? no incentive to, to fib or to misrepresent. Not a one. It was safe and secure. 
Uh, but we we would have to believe that they just went in there blindly to the ballot boxes and said, "I'm I'm, I'm voting against this guy, not for that guy, because it's going to be better. It's going to be fine. It's going to be calm." And you'll still get a few We're going to be unified. Yeah. I mean, everyone's going to be closer to, you know, more, uh, what was the word he was using? More, um, just basically calm. Yeah. I mean, Van Jones cried, said, now we're reminded that character matters. Yeah. Telling the truth matters, Rob. That might be the top three most annoying clips ever. I mean, you had uh, John Legend and his uh, wife popping champagne, singing F Donald Trump. Uh, you had Eva Longoria and George Lopez retweeting each other, had the pom-poms out. So here, look. How bad does stuff got to get with Brandon for people to stop defending him? I think it's there, man. I think it's there. And I don't want to use this as like the main barometer, but did you see what um, Jake Paul tweeted out? Oh, no. Let me see. You didn't? Let me pull it up. I wasn't. Jake Paul got, first of all, before I even see, Jake Paul got to be careful because he is part of an oppressed group called White Boys. And I'm going to see what he said. But Jake Paul, tread lightly because they have a target on your back. Just the fact that you a straight white male. I know some people be like, oh, they playing straight victims over there. <laughs> let me see what Jake Paul got himself in hot water. All right, let me see. What what does that say, bro? Oh, uh, shit, I'm trying well, to... What he say? I boxed Biden? <laughs> <laughs> is that what he say? <laughs> well, let me zoom out. Can you read it? I think Jake Paul... No, that is way too small. There uh, we go. Lord have mercy. Okay. Uh, he tweeted, Biden accomplishments, highest gas prices, worst inflation, Plummeting crypto prices, highest rent prices ever, created new incomprehensible language. If you're reading this and voted for Biden and you still don't regret it, then you are the American problem. All right, guys, quick break. We want to talk about Friends of the Podcast. Uh, This is actually like the fuel source, the energy source, the focal source of the podcast. Magic Mind, they're showing so much love to all the members of Athea. Uh, they decided to continue to work with us. They dig the podcast. They like that uh, people are digging Magic Mind and all that it has to offer. Don't forget to shake it because you get all that good green stuff at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's very natural, so you got to shake it, dog. Where can they go? You go to magicmind.co forward slash chingo. When you check out, use promo code chingo. You get 20% off. And if you subscribe and you join the subscription where they send it to you every month, Bro, how much percentage you get up? 40%. 40? The big 4-0. Yeah, man. It's a really good deal, actually. That's damn near half. Yeah, it's a really, really good deal. I don't miss a day. Don doesn't miss a day. You take yours every day we record, and any chance that you have it, you take it on the road with you. It really is a fantastic product. Yeah, so uh, it's, a, it's a game changer. We really, we really dig it. Uh, it's just a little shot. It's an herbal supplement. It's just two ounces. You get to do more and stress less. And... They're friends of the podcast, and they're hooking up listeners of the podcast. So you got to support friends of the podcast. Get us get us. Magicmind.co forward slash Chingo. Get 20% off or use the promo code Chingo. You get 40% off if you're joining the subscription. Boom. Sass. Yeah, man. I've, see? Now. He's, he's got to be careful because he's straight white male. Yeah. They, and it, was it him or his brother that did that struggle session, remember, with, oh. with the whole BLM thing? I think it was his brother, Logan. Might have been, yeah. But either way, like, I can't tell the difference. I don't know which is which. Yeah, right. And um, I'm not trying to say all white boys look alike. But in this case, start. these two are very similar. They, they're brothers. They're brothers. These white boys are brothers. Literally brothers. Yeah. We're not saying anything, you know, we're not appropriating any words or languages. Yeah. You're yet. not saying free to Uyghurs. No. That's not whoa, what you're saying. Not at all, man. They're brothers. Okay. 
But um, so to go back to the point was how bad does he got to get? This guy, for starters, a lot of people dislike the Paul brothers, Is right? He, are they lefty Larrys? They, I mean, I just told you his brother did a struggle session saying about if you're white and you don't understand. But was that one about uh, George Floyd? It was. It was, about, well, it was about like not posting the black square, I think, and not being in support of whatever, you know, the summer of love was about. I think he was young, got bamboozled, but... That's fine. They, so totally. they're lefty Larrys from Ohio? Anyway, go on. You're right. No, absolutely. But that just kind of tells you like they're not conservative by any means right they're not leaning right on anything but this guy i'd guess he has i don't know 50 million followers on social media or something mm-hmm. okay. he's telling these people this you know that it's getting bad it's getting bad for your side usually these kind of characters are going to the to the white house next to matthew, matthew mcconaughey and they're making statements they're over about, there with a bts yeah 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 i was like what the fuck is that yeah, yes yeah. do you see that meme where it was like last week bts this week mcconaughey and then uh next week it was like i think a white girl's picture Oh, no, I saw a white girl. No, I saw one. White with, chicks. No, no, no. Uh, uh, was that from White Chicks? <laughs> I think was that so. from White Chicks? It's the big swole guy, uh, Terry Crews. Yeah, is that yeah. his name? It's Terry Crews from Idiocracy. Oh. Where he plays the president Sanchez or something like you're that. You're right, you're right, you're right. Which I, I got to go back and watch that movie again because it's starting to come true. Dude, everything. So to answer your question, I think it's kind of getting there, and um, it's getting to like how funny. When did this happen? It looks like it's pretty funny. Yeah, viral. yesterday I think. I mean, what did the picture say? What does that tweet say? Uh, June eleventh. Okay. Yeah, it was three days ago, two days ago. Let's see. Go back to the other thing. What does it say in the corner? Young voters, we helped. Who helped Biden in victory? Are a big, big weak spot in the Democratic coalition. That's what I'm saying. See, that's exactly what I just said. Basically, bro, look, this shit is real simple, bro. Illegitimate. Chingo tried to warn y'all. Y'all were so triggered. You know, y'all people are in uh, combatants in the information war. So a lot of folks, like you said, thought Biden was going to fix everything and make it less chaos, less crises, because apparently the news was telling us that, like, things are bad. Yeah. Meanwhile, economy was roaring. Right. And then, and then of course, the, you know, the, the virus happened and they blamed that shit on trompitas. They act like trompitas was in the lab with Pyrex jars and triple beams whipping up a virus. What was the phrase you just used? Uh, illeg- illegitimate, right? Illegitimate. So I agree with you. I think every listener of this podcast probably agrees with what we've said about that. But when it comes to the pendulum swinging this way and more people being like, all right, it's gotten that bad. Uh-huh. Can we use that language with them without their heads exploding and them then becoming reluctant to listen to the rest of the stuff we have to say? Like, in other words, you can't say illegitimate out the gate. They're probably not sold on illegitimate because they voted for, allegedly, most of these people voted for that guy, right? So they probably just think everyone else also hated Trump that much. So you can't throw around illegitimate, dumb onion, that kind of stuff, because they're going to be like, man, y'all fucking are crazy. You can't say 2,000 mules out the gate. Absolutely not. Well, this is what makes it even murkier, right? This is part of what makes it murky. Um, William Barr, right? Bill Barr. Used to be the AG. Mm-hmm. Bill Barr. This man is controlled opposition. Okay, he is not down with the Thea. No, not at all. At all. He is not ultra MAGA. He ain't even MAGA light. This boy was at the January 6th thing, and he's just like, yeah. He's like, dude, I saw 2,000 mules. Unimpressed, bro. I gave it two thumbs down. Zero popcorn. He's, he was like, dude, 2,000 mules? Seriously? He came up with this thing about like, yeah, I even called some other people. They're like, dude, dude, are you watching this? And then he's like, we even spoke to like a construction company that said my truck alone accounts for six cell phones, and they, they drive all over Atlanta. How are you going to tell me? And it's like, did you call the people from True the Vote? 
did you call Dinesh D'Souza? Like, did you review? Did you say, hey, man, give me the cliff notes on this because I think you're full of shit and y'all throwing around these conspiracies about these mules? No. Of course William Barr didn't get Catherine Obrecht. What's her name? Obrecht or something? Yeah, I don't remember her name. He, he didn't hit her up and be like, hey, let's meet up or send me the tapes of the interview, eight-hour interview with Dinesh D'Souza. Because Catherine would have broke it down and would have been like, the cell phones we pulled up with the geofencing to catch the, the ballot trafficking, we put a lot of parameters on it. Like, did this mobile device also go to Stacey Abrams' office to pick up a big old satchel of them ballots, them hot things? Because, you know, Stacey never said ballots on the phone. She'd be like, hey, how many units? Right? You, I got that work. Come scoop it up. Come scoop it. I'm on deck. Keep it on the low. I got some brand new pressure for you. The shit, the ballots I gave you last time wasn't shit. And then basically the parameters were set up to where did they go to multiple drop boxes and did they also go to these Democratic offices where the the stash houses? Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't just haphazard. Every car from the freeway is getting detected. It wasn't that. Right. So anyway, Bill Barr, we'll we'll call him William. William Barr, he, uh, he threw Trump trompitas under the bus so trompitas man from the from the jump had a whole bunch of judases and sometimes he endorsed people and they stab him in the back right uh remember when uh he walked across the street they were burning down the church across from the white house right and they the media was like he wanted a photo op and they put rubber bullets on them poor peaceful black blm protesters and poor little antifa white girls with the mm-hmm. purple hair leave them alone it's like they were burning it down Trump took the opportunity. I think it was going to get cleared out. That area was going to get cleared out anyway. And he went over there to take him a picture with the Bible. And they threw everything from, he had the Bible upside down. Well, General Milley, was that the guy mm-hmm. they yeah. always making memes of? Yeah. General Milley was walking next to him. And then right away, he went to the press. Uh, I, I totally regret it. I should have never walked with him. I don't know what we were doing there. Like, just threw him up under the bus, bro. Yeah, the entire thing... and. The whole point I was trying to get to a little oh, a while ago is that it's hard to put all this into words to where you don't sound like you're absolutely insane because for a lot of people listening, they probably like, I don't know exactly, but let's just say that some of our, our strongest agents in the Discord, uh, Juan Big Stoner and Gio and, and Fresco Kicks and mm-hmm. Sparky, all these people, all these guys that interact and, and girls, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. they've probably been paying attention for the last decade themselves because I remember if I go back to my graduation year in 08, I remember when uh, Ron Paul was up there talking about uh, monetary theory and all this stuff, right? Money and the the economy, and Obama getting into office. I remember the NDA and the uh, you know detaining American citizens with you know without due process or anything, and all these things. That wait, I, wait, wait. Who who got detained without due process? Well, I mean that's happening right now. Isn't I know, it? but in 08. Well, that's where. So it was a part of the NDA that was signed that year, the National Defense Authorization Act. And I remember that's that in 08 was when I first met Jen Briney. And I started, I, I was interviewing a bunch of people in politics periodically on, on my old podcast. So, how old were you then? I was, uh, I mean, in 08, I was 18. And you were into politics at age 18. It was just always interesting. But wow. I, when I was 21 was when I started in, uh, interviewing You don't even want to know what I was interested in at 18. I mean, I was interested in the same things. Don't get me wrong. I was cow tipping and I was partying in pastures, you know, oh, chasing yeah, yeah, all yeah. the cowgirls. But also at the same time, like, oh, what's this modern <laughs> hey, monetary bro, theory? Those are lyrics. Well, did I? I was cow tipping just playing in the pastures, chasing after cowgirls <laughs> in them daisy dudes. Dude, Morgan, hit cow- me up. Was it cowgirls? Yeah. 
Cow tipping in the middle of a pasture, chasing them cowgirls, wearing them Daisy Dukes. Cow tipping in a down, down, 26 down. minutes in, that's good. Cow tipping in a down, down yeah. pasture. 26 Cow minutes in. Cow tipping on a mushroom, popping monetary theory, worried about the world's doom. In the politics, also in the hoochie coochie. By the river, I was in, in the hoochie nookie. Did it all for the nookie. <laughs> hey, just bring everything together. On a oh, pasture shit. road. That's hilarious. The price of grain and the price of feed. In the background, just Half price. calf in the freezer because <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> in the background, there's just my dad. This damn hay is so damn expensive. When you, when you were talking about that, I was like, God man, damn, I, hey. I, I'm going to record my dad this week and be like, hey, because I haven't asked him in a while, like, yeah. how much is feed? How much is fucking hay? He's be like, goddamn hay is out the goddamn. It's, you know, he'll that's probably. That's how just, it starts. That's how the song starts. Yeah, right. Goddamn hay, what? Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point, right? I don't know. Damn hay is higher than fucking giraffe pussy, right? And he'll just Cow to, tipping in the middle of a pasture. <laughs> Eating cow patties, chasing after them cowgirls. It's <sighs> the best part of the podcast already. Young and 18, just worried about the world. Cow tipping in the middle of a pasture. Genius. What'd you say about cow patties? I didn't, but you did. You talked about mushrooms, right? I used oh, to get okay. people that asked, like, hey, can I go back there and fucking pick mushrooms? <laughs> hey, I'm man, like, y'all got cow shit back there? <laughs> go have at it, man. I didn't know shit about mushrooms back then. Oh, so when you were 18, they were asking that. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Anyway, I cut you off. So you got into politics at age 18. You met Jim Briney. Yeah. In monetary theory. Wrong yeah, well, uh, yeah. So then it was a couple years later that I started actually podcasting and interviewing people about this stuff. There used to be a bunch of sites that I don't think are around anymore, like Top the News, uh, We the People. There was a bunch of these people that were like, they're my age, and they were like, they were trying to do with like luke from uh tim cast will do luke from we are change ian and all that, that that crowd of people uh seamus these kids i mean they're not kids anymore they're in their early 30s the way i am but they were doing this also 10 years ago so anyway my point is is that like it's it's hard to try to put that into words 15 years later because a lot of that stuff and also in 08 was when obama got in office right mm -hmm. so our school had a huge dc trip and if you were part of like honor society or some one of those organizations you got to go to this trip right and it's not like i was any fucking expert but i remember hearing these debates and stuff and i'm being like well man ron paul, ron paul made a lot of sense yeah. right and a lot of these things that were at the time conservative which i wasn't really like oh left right uh -huh. i'm just like yeah, i yeah. hear two people talking yeah, yeah, this yeah. shit makes more sense than the other kind of like yeah. i am now at 32 yeah so anyway, you know, these people go on this trip and it's like monumental, historic, you know, they're all like sharing pictures. Facebook was new at the time, right? So they're posting pictures from their DC trip and shit. And I remember just being like, this shit don't excite me. That's, I mean, yeah, black guy got in office. That's awesome, right? But, but you were more worried about cow tipping in the middle 100%. of a pasture. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the next song. <laughs> Go on. No, that's it. It's fucking, these fucking people. It's hard. Now you're trying to explain this shit to yeah. people from 15 years ago. They're like, what are you but, talking about? But wasn't Ron Paul, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't he also the one trying to ring the alarm about the whole... In, was in it the, the Fed. Was it the Patriot Act too? Ooh, saying, uh, probably. Basically saying the dangers of how this stuff is, is written... They trying to sell it to you that it's a war on terror. Right. They're, but he basically was saying that once these departments are formed and these bureaucracies happen, I don't remember his argument, mm -hmm. but basically it can be weaponized towards the American people. Any classified group of like, we don't want you having guns. We don't want you saying certain shit. Right. Well, that's what we're seeing now. That's literally what we're seeing now. Literally. Literally. Especially they trying to use this J6 thing. Mm -hmm. If they can pull it off and just convince, they're not. They can't. But their goal was to 
pull it off in a way that not only do they make it to where Trump can't run again, uh, it strikes a chord with the American people with this prime time, all the networks playing at the same time. They want it to strike a chord to where they'll be like, wow, this really affected me. And just for that, I'm going to vote for whoever else y'all roll out. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and also be able to use it so that these intelligence agencies or the or DOJ or whoever can now start to be like, hey, man, these little Mexicans do got this podcast in the garage and shit. Yeah. One of them got a long ass beard <laughs> and the other one be rapping about ammo. And cow tipping in the pasture. And cow tipping in the middle of, of the, the pasture. pasture. Chasing cowgirl. Boy, these lyrics done, you know. They done wrote themselves. They done, they, they, it's different every time we sing it. Damn it. Well, we got to record it, thank goodness. But hey, here's a couple of clips real quick. This is a 55-second clip. You didn't get a chance to read the bill completely before you had to vote on About the Patriot Act. You know, that is interesting because a lot of people uh, are fascinated with that possibility, and it is true. And they think, well, is this the first time that's happened? And I say, no, anything that's important, that's the usually way they do See? it. Still, Unfortunately, what they do is they pull these shenanigans and say, you don't have much time. But we look real hard for that bill. Uh, and even with, well, I was going to the floor of the staff still could not get it off the internet uh, so that in itself should have been a reason for everybody to vote against it so there was not a full disclosure there we had an idea that they were taking a, a, a reasonably bad bill and substituting a very bad bill which was the Senate version the uh, House had actually cleaned up the Senate version to some degree but they switched it at the last minute we did not have it in front of us so that even made it that much easier to vote against. so was that who 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 did the um who did the blitz like that? Who who put that whole package and bill together? Was it Democrats or Obama? Who was that? That's a good point. Well, that was in 2011, so that would have had to have been Obama, uh, or I guess his team, basically. Yeah, his administration. Um, but but again, man, it's the Uniparty. Um, that's one thing. That's one of my favorite things that uh, Trump did is he exposed. The swamp on both sides mm. and the rhinos and these do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just crooked. They don't forgot about the middle class, the working class, the American people. Oh no, it was Bush. It was after 9-11. Duh. Oh, that was 2011. That, well, that, that was that was in 2001, but this particular clip was from uh I, I guess they've revised it since then, you know, and they've added <laughs> things to it. Case in point. Yeah. Case in point. It's not about like, oh well, I mean, sure, the GOP, they might have different economic strategies that might be better sometimes because it was all about fighting terrorism right it was like uh, uh protecting americans in america from how they sold it to people yeah it was yeah they sold it to people like we're not gonna spy on y'all right we're gonna spy only on the you know what i'm saying <laughs> motherfuckers with the goddamn uh jihadists yeah how was how Sne what, sneaking who, in through who? The, was it because it? this is why because when you're sneaking through the southern border you know sometimes if you they might let you in easier because they're like, man, these ain't even Mexicans, bro. Bro, did you see Jorge Ventura's videos from over the weekend? Wait, no, sure. Oh, drop it on my God. What, what happened? Which, by the way, where are you tomorrow? Aren't you on the road somewhere? Yes, Aren't sir. Aren't you a touring comedian? Bro. In the middle of putting together like, bunk beds? And I know, man. We were we were moving like crazy. And um, and you're just so focused. And it's like, and after this, we got to get the merch together because you leave this week. And I'm like, what? Yeah, already i know albuquerque new mexico i will see you guys there it's been a few years so come on through uh i think it's called the revel is the name of the place that is june 15th el paso texas june 16th through the 18th irvine california july 6th 
Ontario, California, July 7th. El Centro, California, July 9th. Denver, Colorado, July 14th through the 16th. Oklahoma City, July 28th. Uh, hit up the website, chingobling.com. We also have Chicago in August, Phoenix in August, San Jose in August, Brea in September, Oxnard September, Austin. Austin got pushed back to September 28th. Mm-hmm. San Antonio, late September, Addison in November. Still working on Houston. Uh, we have some options and some possibilities, so that's going to be big. But hit up chingobling.com, and we got new merch coming to the website, 4th of July. It's going to be lit. All right, so I'm going to play a couple of clips here, because he posted a lot from... Uh... Other side of the fence here. So, guys, we're actually on the other side of the fence here, just because we wanted to see where the route is. And if you guys can see here... See, everybody, I mean, look, at, look at all the migrants that just climb up. I mean, they're just uh... running in from Mexico in here. And this man here in the jersey, I mean, I don't know who he is, but he seems like he must be facil- he's facil- facilitating a lot of this. I mean, look at all this. Oh, and they man. just continue coming. Yeah. They've, I mean, we're up to almost 400, 500, and we're at 4 in the morning. Look at this, the massive amount of groups. We're meeting Indians, Persians. India? Look, India. Uh, Persians, Brazilians, Cubans, Venezuelans. Look, this is... And like they just they, they're just climbing up and into the United States, walking right wow. past the border wall. Are these the ones that want to turn themselves in? Well, get this. So he points it out. They're already border patrol is already so busy with people they've already captured. These people are just walking right past border patrol. I mean, it's like, bro, you got better security at a Travis Scott festival. It, it's non-stop here and we focus directly on I mean, there. the media can only do so much are, bro are going to be focused directly on here and they're i mean the day just started here we're around approaching 4 30 in the morning so border patrol will be and then uh let's see there's a bunch of them that he posted earlier even before that and these are all the ones that i guess were turning themselves in <laughs> India, 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 India. Hey, Haiti, Colombiano, Peru, Peru, India, India, Colombia, Colombia, India. Oh, it's a whole bunch of Indians. Yeah. So is is that the easiest Venezuela? Bogota. He said Bogota. That's Colombia. 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 This I think was in Yuma. So Bro. we should have Chief Roy back on here in the near future. Bro, hey, man, when the normies start to wake up to the truth, look, man, we're not trying to, we're not trying to be like, hey, hey, nana, nana, boo, boo, we told you so. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, Chingo warned y'all. Of course, that's a of fire. Of course we are. That's a fire hashtag. <laughs> but once the normies, like, I was Mr. They Can't Deport Us All. Yeah. Once you see this stuff, you can't, like... Like, it's almost like if you were organizing a festival, pretend you called it Chingo de Mayo, right? You have a festival and you're, people got to be ticketed to get in. Like, there has to be a fence, right? Yeah. There has to be fencing and there has to be somebody at the gate saying, are, are you supposed to be at this party? Right. <laughs> right? You're supposed to be here. But, but it's so crazy that wait till people realize this shit. And, and check this out. Uh, Bill Melugin, remember we uh, played his clip the other day. Uh, on Twitter, at BillFoxLA, tweeted, Good morning from Penitas, Texas, where this group of illegal immigrants was just arrested by Border Patrol in the middle of a residential neighborhood they were trying to sneak through. These are not, quote-unquote, runners actively trying to evade and not turning themselves in. So this is like 
um, oh, I'm sorry. These are runners. These are runners actively trying to evade and not turn themselves in. So a lot of these dudes might have like they're part of a gang or criminal record or for whatever reason, maybe they're from a country where they're not just shuffling them through. I don't know what, what, why they're runners, right? A lot of times they're just bad guys. But this is probably near a school. And I tweeted, I wonder if any schools had to be locked down nearby. So this is in Penitas, Texas. Due to the Biden administration's um, and DHS, Mallorca's, the way they're handling the border crisis, right? Mm -hmm. Half the country don't even know there's a crisis. They're just kind of like, Chingo, it's always been like this, bro. It's like, have you seen the clip from Yuma? No, it's always been like this, bro. Yeah. And then if you tell them, what if I told you that it's 90% other than Mexican? Or oh, more. Sure. Or more. I think it might even be 95 because that 10% is including Central Americans. Mm -hmm. So it's a ton of South Americans. And then as we saw, people from all over the world. All over the world. And, um, but why would they want to come here? It's the worst, most racist, racist bigoted country in the existence. I mean, they're economic migrants and they got invited. And their homeboy just sent them a selfie from Boston saying, No, 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 it's sweet over here, fool. Go through Yuma, cuh. Walk right in. Go up the rocks. There's a great burrito spot as soon as you cross. <laughs> Let me know. I'll be at the Greyhound. Did they give you your debit card yet? Bet. That's what's up. Zell me 50. I'll come scoop you. Yeah. This, this technology, there's a thing, man. They talked about it on War Room where like the NGOs and the um, like uh, our boy Blue, Oscar Blue. Mm -hmm. Oscar Blue was down there in... Um, Tapachula, I oh, believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it was in Tapachula. Oh, there's where, a huge group of people. Where it already dispersed, though. Oh, did it? Um, yeah, so that's that's my point is um, um, Oscar Blue, Ramirez, he called it. Like, I think he called it maybe when we had him on our show. We should probably have him back. Where they use, like, this ant pile strategy mm -hmm. to where you funnel and gather everyone and you organize them and you let them. And here's the thing. Key point. Now there's a special permiso in Mexico, like a special little visa where it's like, hey, we know you're just passing through. You have 30 days to do what the fuck you got to do. Mm. So now there's a special permiso. Now they got a little bit more derechos and shit in Mexico as, the, as a part of this big group. So then once the time is right, everybody got their permisos. You got this big ant pile. Now they start to, it's logistics. Mm -hmm. You got the cartel involved and everything else where basically... Don't worry, Mr. Biden. We're not going to let another big group of people pile up like however many Haitians they had, uh, 15,000 Haitians under the bridge in Del Rio. We're not going to do that again. So that's why they're doing the ant pile where they, they funnel them up, bundle them up, make sure they get all their little permisos and stuff. And then they start divvying a thousand this way, a thousand at Tijuana, a thousand at Laredo, a thousand this way, a thousand. And you're just trickling, trickling, trickling like little holding points. And then that permiso, they drop them. So they litter them. Because they only needed it for a few days to hurry up and get to Reynosa. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then they get dispersed. Why? Because this administration, the main thing they care about is the PR and the optics. It's all smoke and mirrors. They want to just be able to get hop on TV and just be like, this is the best fucking economy ever. What are you talking about? And then leave. And then you're like, what about baby formula? What the fuck? What about inflation? What are y'all doing? And then they leave. And that's what, that's what they care about, optics. So who's organized? Didn't Oscar also talk about this, I think, briefly when we had him on, where he was saying that these groups were getting, like, whoever's organizing it was getting on, like, Facebook groups and maybe even WhatsApp, they, right? Yeah, they use technology. So now 
they all got cell phones, little burners. You're able to send a picture downstream, a selfie, like, motherfucker, I'm in H-Town, right? It's sweet out here. Go to the turkey leg hut. We here. It's we at the turkey leg hut, bro. We were just under the bridge. It's not bad. It's not bad. We at the turkey leg hut. So wouldn't you think that, and we'll this, maybe this will lead us into the next story, uh, you know, let's say Department of Justice, you know, always keeping an eye out for dangerous uh, groups, maybe dangerous uh, herds of people coming into the country or mm. doing anything within the country that they might be like, hey, Zuck, we got word that there's groups on your platform mm. that are trying to rush borders from mm. around the country here. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should, you know, look into that and maybe try to disperse it and kind of mitigate it, you know? Zuck, let, probably going to let them have the group. It seems that way. Let them have a chat room. Let them... Let them have their servers or discords. It's an industry. Yeah. Well, it's an yeah. industry because you have... No, it literally is because you have the NGO... Um, like the volunteer, right. like the Catholic charities. Right. They're trafficking people. And check this out. Here's the scariest statistic of all. Because we met a lady uh, when we were out there um, in West Texas doing these shows, right? This lady, Ultra MAGA, she was letting you know off rip from the bumper stickers to the hat to the pistol on her side. She said, I'm headed to the border. And I'm trying to, I, I forget what she said, like help the ladies and the kids and stuff. She told us about the rape trees. She told us about how many kids end up lost in the sauce. She's like, yeah, they'll just say they have a sponsor. Supposedly the sponsor's from California, but they're crossing them through Texas. And then they get lost in the fucking shuffle in the paperwork. We don't know who the fuck's picking them up. She's like, kids are getting disappeared right now off this bullshit. And, and what was she doing? She was headed down to like volunteer and help something uh, or other okay, with okay. the borders and then of course our boy um manuel prado he goes down there and greets the people too like whether they're venezuelan or colombian or cuban or whatever right here's your bible mm-hmm. this is a this is a god-fearing country we're, we're established on judeo-christian west principles these are your values all right boom aquí está la biblia and here's the constitution speaking of i talked to him yesterday some exciting stuff coming up i wish i knew yeah, well, I haven't seen you. I'm always the last one to know I about exciting you. stuff. And when I hit Chingo up, well, when Soul's free, you know, we'll get back to you. Well, it have, if it has to do with time and schedule. No, for sure. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, man, let me, I, I'm going to poke fun at you, all okay. right? Well, let me know, because... <laughs> Chingo can't yeah. do anything unless it's covered by everybody, which makes sense. But sometimes it's just like... But still, I need to know. Let the lion out of the cage. I need to know some stuff. Let the lion. Well, I can't, you know, like, for example... It's always a production. There's always a lot it's of true. moving parts. So, true. so we told Rob 9.30 this morning. And then what? Text Rob again. Tell him it's 10.30. It was perfect timing, too. I was in the garage in my car. I was like, all right, cool. So I just stayed for a little longer and played with the kids. Well, don't, yeah, don't stay in the garage with the car on. No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, I mean, if things get any worse, you never know. <laughs> He's like, if I got to ask you about your schedule one more time. Dark jokes. Dark jokes. But speaking about uh, Manny, uh, we, we caught up yesterday, but... Before him and I talked, I was just weird uh, coincidence, right? Kind of the way the world works. I was reading an article about our uh, past guest, um, Myra Flores. Mm-hmm. And if you go- let me see if I Google her right now. What do you think mainstream media is saying about her? Okay, the left, they say they want to discredit her. Uh, they have to try to end her existence because she is a big threat. She's Latina. She's female. Uh, Mexican-American from South Texas. They're probably doing some kind of hit piece. There's, I mean, there's a ton of articles now here from the last like hour or so, but this was on Sunday. So from, let's say two days ago, it was like, um, here's one, like Republicans flood South Texas with special election. Um, 
and there's another one where it's like all all eggs on you know all eggs in the basket of Myra Flores. There's a ton of articles because that runoff election is. So are they saying anything bad? Yeah, I mean, in one of them, actually, here the Texas Tribune. I'll read you. I was just reading this last line when when Manny uh, called. Let me see. Let me see. Or when I called Manny. Um, oh, they're like Republicans are playing identity politics. <laughs> it's like, wait, that's what we do, dude. <laughs> <laughs> The last quote of the, of the article is, obviously, this scenario... So they're talking about how Republicans have spent a lot of money on this um, special election, right? Okay. Democrats have spent... They have no airtime. They've run no ads. They've almost okay. like abandoned ship okay. because they feel like come November, they got it in the bag. They don't have to do anything. They really... They still... This is apparently, according to the Texas Tribune and other articles, mm-hmm. that the special election, which means Myra takes the seat from uh, June to November... And that interim is like, whatever, right? If she takes it, maybe, probably not. And then in November, she for sure isn't going to have it. So the end of this article was like, obviously, this scenario will allow her to campaign, 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 meaning if she wins, she'll campaign longer and harder for come November, said Jared Hokema, chair of the Cameron County Democratic Party. However, when you're a radical extremist like her, sometimes exposure isn't helpful to you. So they've labeled her as a far-right extre- radical extremist. <laughs> hey, they have to pick and shoot. They have to decide. Bro, it's so retarded. They have to find their angle. And guess what, bro? They have to um they have to find their best to smear and silence us. Like they don't they cannot allow this show to get any bigger. <sighs> because the next time you got a Myra Flores, they might, you know what I mean? If if our audience gets to hear and judge and weigh and measure for themselves because they're adults. Right. Because <laughs> Oh shit, newsflash. Uh-oh, somebody talking to you like an adult. You're not used to that no more. Yeah. But they can't afford to let this show continue to grow and and get a whole bunch of love on Rockfin and Patreon. They can't afford to let that happen. A whole bunch of people sponsor the show because now we have a bigger reach. They don't want us to get number 1 on the Mexico charts for news and commentary. They don't want you to win. Yeah, and uh, they actually mentioned uh, Libra Initiative, which Manny is a, is a part of. They said um, the senior advisor, Daniel Garza, no relation, of the Libra Initiative Action, a Valley-based conservative Hispanic group that backs Flores, said the economy, economic concerns, including inflation, are 100% on the top issues in, in the special election. You got to think people in the RGV, man. I visited there all the time, tons of family there. All my dad's side is from there. They want to be able to work. They want to be able to feel like they're their property is safe. They're, they want to feel like their families are safe there. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they feel that way right now. I don't know why that's such a fucking, like, I can't believe you said that. You ever been to the RGV? These motherfuckers are in, well, anywhere else in the country. Like, little oh, yeah. wannabe narquillos right. and shit. Like, hold on, motherfucker. This ain't goddamn Vallehermoso, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker, this America, bro. This McAllen. You ain't finna just be walking around this bitch <laughs> like you a little narquillo. Right. And shit. Pinches, squinkles, narquillos. <laughs> They trying to set it off. This like the Young Bucks, even even over here. But um, so what I gather mm-hmm. is a lot of people freak out. Like, how the fuck Chingo Bling became ultra dark MAGA, King MAGA, MAGA gang? Well, guess what? A lot of people in South Texas as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they noticed how y'all was letting Antifa and all kind of people burn shit up. And there was like no law and order. Yeah. And we saw how y'all was trying to hang the poor little Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. Y'all tried to railroad that boy. He had his, his skin was his sin. The fact that he was a white boy with an AR-15, they like, oh, he, he had no business being down there. Anyway, we saw all that shit. We mm. see how Second Amendment 
is uh is up for grabs like they trying to go up against that we see how y'all can't stand a free speech on twitter and and first amendment how y'all attacking comedians and shit you know well dude i mean perfect segue into this um your boy trudeau have you seen his latest interview on the second amendment oh uh no all right how do i even prepare you for this this might and i've said it already twice on this podcast this might be the dumbest thing i've heard in 2022 mm. okay so let me cue it up for you here we have Castro. Baby Castro. And there are debates. And we have a, a, a culture where the difference is guns can be used for hunting or for sport shooting in Canada. And there are lots of gun owners and they're mostly law respecting and, and, and law abiding. But you can't use a gun for self-protection in Canada. That's not a right that you have in the Constitution or anywhere else. If you try and buy a gun and say it's for self-protection, no, you don't get that. You get it for hunting. You can get it for sport shooting. Take it to the range. Uh, no problem, as long as you go through our rigorous background checks. But there's a difference around the culture. And one of the things that we're yeah. seeing with the debate in the States is you get more and more of the American-style, you know, right-to-carry, self-defense arguments filtering up through through the uh, you know the, the usual more right wing communications channels. Yeah, and bro, tell me this doesn't lead to history repeating itself. Basically, uh, all my Canadian brothers, we welcome you with open arms. If you're a freedom loving, gun toting, cast your was it past? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I forgot the lyrics. Cow tipping in the, the middle, middle of, of the pasture. pasture. All right. Uh, lot of ammo in no. Okay. So we're going to probably start seeing like refugees. Like people oh, being like. Sure. You like, were talking about this a year ago. Well, Co uh, comedy refugees. Yeah, exactly. Canadian comedy refugees. Um, like uh, the homie Jason uh, Rouse. He was based out of LA for the longest. He's from, he's from Canada. Did you know him or you just knew of him? I mean, I, I just kind of would like. I met him briefly at the comedy store through uh, like some of George Perez's people. And, um, and he's like, hey, man, if I'm in Texas, I'll hit you up, whatever. And we just stay in touch. And then once the pandemic and all that type of shit started happening and, and he saw I was MAGA gang, he was basically saying, bro, look at Canada right now where I'm from. He's like, they're not letting him do shit. He says a lot of my comedian friends out there. <clears throat> he's not still there, is he? I think he's like in Austin. Okay. A lot <laughs> but, of his comedian friends. Yeah, basically he was wise enough to know where the freedom was, Texas. You know, it was just a little bit, Florida, right? They probably had a little bit more than us. But um, this is crazy that, what listen to what Trudeau is saying, and I feel like we're living in a moment where America, or even Texas specifically, it's, it literally, like you said, history repeating itself. And, and it, it makes me want to dig deeper into texas history like how mm -hmm. my boy log g or something but like do a deep dive on some texas history to see the parallels because you know we got a lot of german folk mm -hmm. in texas you got like some czech some i mean folk. fredericksburg is all what is all that you german it? yeah it's all yeah, german, yeah. I, bro i dj the fredericksburg prom, uh, prom word back in the day that's long, a great long area. time ago yeah it's beautiful we've been trying to plan a trip there for a while now but yeah, yeah. you were too for mighty soul but it's just hard to get up there yeah it's beautiful um well, we were just we just did Canyon Lake and everything. I think that's close. Well, we we drove to dude. We drove to San Angelo, so we I think we went through Fredericksburg. Anyway, the fact that Trudeau is saying, "Oh no, you think you could have a gun to defend yourself?" That means people gonna start going to jail and catching cases over like 
Motherfucker broke in. I shot him. Hey, ho, whoa, 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 gray area. Oh, Wait there's a minute. plenty of examples of that here in the States. Yeah, so they're basically trying to criminalize and make it to where you you don't have the incentive. Like, obviously, it ain't no law in hell gonna make me just all of a sudden be like, well, I guess uh rather be uh, judged by 12 than carried by six. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, there's examples, dude, but they'll say, like, uh, an intruder came in, he was trying to harm you or take your property or damage your property, and you shot him, right? Or you stabbed him or hit him with a hammer or whatever. You can still get in trouble because maybe you hit him one too many times with a hammer. When or a motherfucker break into your house? Yeah. Well, fuck it then. That's just take the shit to trial. Fuck it. We just going to have to, like, I'm not going to let you invade my home and me be like, sorry, <laughs> we could talk it out because uh, I'm not allowed to, there's just too much legal liability right here, right now. You're right. There is. And I'm going to see if I can find you a quick example of that on the spot. But I'm pretty sure in New Jersey or New York, that has definitely happened. That's probably the next step. Like I said on, on one of the last episodes, how I, I said that they want to start making it to where victims of certain crimes can start suing the, oh, yeah. the gun manufacturers oh, yeah. to where you you basically take them out the game and now that's going to affect the supply and the demand and the price of uh, of said items. Yeah. Um, so when people say like, oh, you're so hung up on the Constitution and this old document. Oh, first of all, I can't stand when Lefty Larry say, the Constitution is trash. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Well, no, it's just that. Like, there's nowhere else in the in the world that has the rights and the protections that we do. And people want to give up those rights. Like, bro, literally the only one. Literally bro. the only one in the fucking world. Yeah. There's got freedom of speech and the Second Amendment the way we do. No shit. Okay. I know somebody going to try to fact check you. Fact but, check. But it. I really don't know. Um, there's people that I know. The pobrecitos. Pobrecitos. Because they, they have a heart. And... They um they got bamboozled by these politicians and the media. May, they've they've conflated the idea that in order to care about innocent school children and just victims and and defenseless people, the only way to show that you care is by virtue signaling and starting to call and demand that everybody turn in their guns. And that if not, you're part of the problem. You are part of the problem. I've dude, I've literally seen like people in the in the in the entertainment people that I follow. And I'm just like, holy shit, I've known you for so long, but we are ideologically worlds apart. Oh, yeah. Like, we can coexist. Like, we've worked together. Like, you know what I mean? We've paid you for some shit. Like, we know you. But some of these issues expose how it's like, so you're telling me that you're going to turn in yoga? Like, you're just going to be... Yeah, I'm going to call this on to the Discord. Uh, agents, send me some. Send us some links in the Discord of these stories. Where I, I can't find it off the top of my head here, searching, but I know it's happened to where you've tried to defend yourself and you got you caught some kind of case because you killed him or like i said stabbed him one too many times or hit or kicked him or hit him with a hammer one too many times and you're now you're going to jail and yeah and then you didn't like kill him all the way now están malitos and now it's on you basically um i mean there's even a such thing called squatters rights we're like hey shouldn't have yep. went to mexico for a month yep. <laughs> i live here now yep. i've made myself comfortable now i have rights yep. a lot of goofy shit but but i will say this so we could put a pin in it um is keep an eye on Canada. It might be the canary in the coal mine. And it might be, I'd hate to say it, it might be proof to the American people where like even the lefty Larrys might be like, whoa, I used to be anti-gun, but just seeing what's happening in 
poor Canada, my God. You know what I'm saying? For them to rethink and be like, we can't let it get like that around here. Um, what's a uh, homegirl uh, Sav says? Yeah. Uh, Sav with one N. She posted, uh, I don't know if you could find it on her Instagram, but she did another one of those like, hey, so Joe Biden is telling people. Which one am I looking at? Let me see. Scroll down. It, it, it's like some uh, some black dudes in Dallas at the gas station. That right there looks like she's a... Okay, go down. The guy with hanging out his car window. That one. He says that we're in, we're in a strong economy, that we're doing great. Do you believe that? No. We're not financially <laughs> stable, comfortable, or nothing like that. But when Trump was in office, I was feeling really good. Really? Yes. Trump. Trump. Comfortable. <laughs> Look at through gas prices. They ain't comfortable to me. Hell no. Ain't no comfortability around nowhere. It's, it's bullshit. Bullshit completely because, like, rent prices is crazy. True. We, we, we paying, I don't know how much percent more, but I would say at least three, three or four hundred more than we was paying two years ago. So when the Biden administration comes forward and says that economically and financially our country's doing really well, do you think that's a lie? Yeah, I think they're blowing smoke up up out behind. I think it's Biden's fault. Trump said it would happen. Like, we would deal with a lot of the stuff that we dealing with back when we had the Great Depression. I miss Daddy T, Trump. <laughs> I miss Daddy T, for real. Trump for the culture. For the culture? Yeah. Joe Biden says that we're... For Dude. the culture? <laughs> yeah, she's doing the Lord's work. She's showing how don't know minorities, pick a group. Don't know minorities rock with Joe, Joseph Raheem Breezy like that. No. She covered a lot of, uh, I don't know where these pride parades are going on, but did you see any of those, those clips? Mm -mm. I mean, I don't know if this is your cup of tea here. <laughs> I thought somebody was twerking on a stroller. Is that a dude, bro? It sure is. That's a dude. Okay. Okay, it's a dude twerking. But look at he him. He got some titties, though. Oh, look at him. How he get them titties? On the cop. Now he's backing it up on the cop. Ah, uh, bro, come on. Okay, he went and got some little work done. Oh, for sure. A lot he of work. He went and got some little work done. You're going to have to change this because uh, we got children watching. This is a children's show. <laughs> this is a family show. We tried family friendly. It just doesn't and, uh, quite work. Rob was going to find a way. Like, let me pull up the dude with the implants. <laughs> He's like, let wait. He's like, I just hope Chingo brings a salve with one in so I could be like, do you know what else? Dude, Sav you posted? brought it up, not me. I, I didn't say nothing about them pride parades, bro. Need a rainbow community alone you led bro. me to her profile and i had to show it okay um fair enough and now we're gonna shift He's over like, you had to see some titties <laughs> first of all why didn't they bleep them titties i was thinking the same thing how does the ai know just because it's a biological male ai hey, whoa, whoa. Who is says transphobic who said it's a biological male? bro the instagram ai is transphobic bro how did he leave his little jiggly nipples out just because it was an a cup you know they're like ah it's whatever they're like ah it's a dude. It could be Pax. Could be it's like a dude. Pax. It's a guy. He's got kind of cock and balls. It's a dude. Legs it. Posted a very interesting clip. Um, do you know who made an appearance at uh, RuPaul's? Oh Lord. You don't know who made John an appearance? Legend. No. Oh no, it's even better. Uh, George Lopez. No, sir. Evil and Gory. My honor to be here. It's an honor. Your freedom of expression of yourselves in drag is what America is all about. It's what it's America's all about. <laughs> what words of wisdom do you have for us? With the midterm elections coming up, it's very important for people to make their voices and their vote 
her. That sarcastic, shady clap you do was fucking epic. In our hearts, it was to so keep you strong. Epic. Can I get a, an amen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The little side clap she did. It's it's just uh, well, she you know she's doing what she do, man. She's out there vote hustling. She's like, yeah, you know, um, I mean, she's like, you know, freedom of expression. That's what y'all doing, Nancy. The only thing you care about is that stock market and them nice ice cream freezers. That's it. It's just what it's, bro. It's political football. Like Ron Paul said, they they do a blitz and they drop off all the little fucking laws and bills and ten thousand page whatever. And they just drop it off. It's a blitz, right? This is all strategy. They do it like that on purpose. It's political football. Nancy Pelosi is being the running back. She's over there trying to just, hey, maybe we can get a couple votes, a couple trans votes. Can I virtue signal for the Democrats, right? Oppression, yeah? Okay, we're the good guys, all right? We're good? We're the good guys, Democrats, all right? Ain't no fucking, ain't no fucking drag Republicans up in here, right, Big Don? Y'all been had no drag Republicans because she'd have been like, bitch, you the goddamn straight face of uh, white supremacy? the patriarchy. Yeah. You're the dangerous one. You're the drag face. You're white supremacy and drag. You know, when people say, like, the two-party system's broken, you can't trust the right or the left, you know, mm-hmm. same wing, different bird, whatever the fuck they like to say, no one's ever rallied behind a good independent that had good ideas. Going back to Ron Paul, right? Going mm. back to whoever else, you know, Joe Jorgensen or, or uh, who the I, fuck? Yeah, There's know. a bunch of people. I mean, you got um, the comedians that might run as independent this time. Uh, Dave, Dave Smith, you know, the, pro- with the problem with Dave Smith podcast. He's going to run for what? President. No shit. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I don't think he's fully announced, but he's been talking about it since his last Rogan appearance, wow. probably about a year ago. I love Dave Smith. You know, yeah, you yeah. can't agree with everything everybody says, but he, again, makes more sense than a lot of the people that are out there saying, oh, we got the right idea, right? Our solution is the solution. So I think what this podcast does and what we do is try to get people, again, like you said at the very beginning, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm not trying to rub, haha, Chingo warned you in your face, though we are because we did. If you just kind of pay more attention. Yeah. Ne- uh, go, go ahead. No, just next time somebody sticks their neck out, maybe listen instead of just calling them a coconut. For sure. Which, by the way, your emotes are coming in the Discord. Don't worry. I got, I got the images. Um, Tim Pool made a really good point on his show a couple of days ago where he said during the 2020 election cycle, his streams would get an average of 100,000 live viewers every night. He, he, he broadcasts Monday through Friday for like an hour and a half and then does another 30 minutes for his premium uh, members. Now he's averaging about 40 to 50,000, so about half. So the question was that he was posing is, where did that other half go? Where would you, so they were, you know, they were like, it could be algorithmic that, the, you know, the algorithms shutting him down. It's still a huge show, but to lose half of the audience, is it fatigue? Is it political fatigue? Is it people are working so hard and they don't have the time to be yeah. on their phone? You know what I mean? To yeah. try to make ends meet. Like, what uh-huh. is it? Where did the other half of these all of a sudden non, from super political to watching a Tim so every night to not watching it at all in, in a year and a half, where'd they go? Man, I don't even know what the fuck, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it's that's the problem that's one of the problems if we dissect that is that this shit ramps up people who are not politically usually on drag on drag shows and on e and on you know you access hollywood and shit and then gearing up for like midterms and presidential elections everyone's all riled up right and then all of a sudden it's gone and then the problems start and you're like oh shit i did it again every four years you did it again yeah combatants in the information war they don't know no better bro with every issue they just try to frame it in a way and then push that shit down your throat 
you know, so basically just unplug from Jimmy Kimmel. Like, tr- you know what I mean? You're not going to gain shit no. from that. I, did we even talk about Biden on Kimmel? I don't know if we did or we didn't, but I know we had to cut. He had to cut the commercial uh, at one point because Brandon was just, uh, you know the thing. Come on, man. You know, he, he was like, think about it. Uh, America, this, this generation, we they got the right idea. We can't let it go we have to break for commercial yeah, and then he and says we'll he right says back. think about how many biracial couples no 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 kidding folks no hyperbole all jokes aside all jokes aside i'm dead serious here jimmy think about how many commercials have biracial couples in them and it's like this dude is so fucking racist and corrupt and he didn't even have to campaign and they motherfucking tricked y'all. But it's okay that they tricked y'all because whether they had pulled that part off or not, all they had to do was make it seem like somebody somewhere had his back. And then they did the fucking mules and the todo way. Tas, 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 tas. Y pobrecito trompitas was out there busting his behind, getting on that damn Trump plane and gathering, talking to 100,000 people in Ohio. <sighs> Arizona, you look beautiful tonight. God bless Texas. And then, oh shit, landslide. Goddamn, Byron won. So this is just breaking as we record this. The laptop from hell strikes again. Oh, what happened now? This is a Washington Examiner juicy exclusive audio file from Hunter Biden's laptop. You want to check it they out? They still find this shit. That's how much shit was on Dude, there. This is a six minute clip. I'm going to play some of it um, just because I it literally just broke right now as we're talking. So let's see what it's got to say. Will literally be a blip in a radar in the screen as compared to my presence if my dad becomes president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Is it muted? No. And you have no clue. I am Daphne Guinness already. Yeah. I'm more than Daphne Guinness. No one gives a about what you think about Daphne Guinness, honey, except the tattler. I was on the front page of every newspaper, including the. Uh, I mean, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, not just the Tattler. And so my point is, is that I believe that's an opportunity to say the things and to show the things and to reveal the things through this project that we want to reveal. Because it it literally gives it, because you will have attention. I think that the most important thing, if you are me, is to use your attention with intention. You will not get across to everybody, and I have figured out a long time ago, if you're going to be involved in politics the way that I am, which is to, to choose to engage with my father in that life, mm-hmm. because I believe in what he does, mm-hmm. if you're going to, then you, one of your obligations is to use that platform with intent, mm-hmm. is to not allow the platform to sit on top of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm allowing the platform to sit on top of me right now. Well, what happens is if, you know, if your dad becomes president for instance or if he runs mm-hmm. it's a very um if if i don't know if it will be exposed to that degree but if it does wonderful if it does then it's a possibility for your dad to talk about drug reform and to talk about and to push he's going to talk about drug reform and any other things i want him to mm-hmm. he'll talk about um mm-hmm. anything that i want him to that he believes in if i say this is important to me mm-hmm. then he will work a way in which to make it a part of his of his platform. Mm. My dad respects me more than he respects anyone in the world, and I know that to be mm. certain. Mm. 
So it is not going to be about whether my dad thinks it's going to affect his politics. It, no, it won't. It's not going to be whether or not he's going to be embarrassed. I mean, he never will. Mm. It's not going to, I'm, all of those concerns that you have with all of the people that you know, mm. that are in the, that are the children of, mm. I have none of them. Mm. Not a single one. Mm. The only one that I have is the, is the knowledge mm. that it's a different world, not by choice. But I am understanding of that because the person that has lived that life, that has given me this life, mm. is the person I most admire in the world. And I would never change it mm. because it's bigger than me. Mm. Everyone else thinks it talks about how, how can you be as good as your dad? I'm better than my dad. Mm. You know why I'm better than my dad? Because my dad tells me I'm better than him mm. since I was two years old. So all of those fears that you think that I have of people not liking me mm. or that I don't love myself and first I have to go down and I, you have to really care about yourself and understand and put yourself out there. Mm. Baby, have you seen me? Mm. Do I not put myself out there? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> do. I mean, all of it yeah. I put out there. Yeah. To you mm. or to the homeless person. Mm. Mm. I don't fear that. You know why I don't fear that? Mm. Because the, my, the man I most admire in the world, that God to me, Thanks, I'm a god. Mm. <laughs> this guy fucked up right now. Uh, who is he talking to? I think his wife, or then wife. Really? She's got like a British accent or something. Or one of them. I um, don't know. But he used to record everything, and it's all on the goddamn computer. And, dude, uh, once let's see, who is it? Uh, there's no one in the. Uh, doesn't say who he's talking to. It's. It sounded to me like he was like somebody. He was doing a project or doing some kind of business with somebody, and maybe they had some concerns, and he didn't want them to get cold feet. So he's like, "No, nah, got nothing to worry about. Mm. I I, put, I stick my neck out. Look at me. I'm Hunter, bro. That's what I do. My dad loves me." That was only uh, three minutes of the seven minute clip, guys. If you want to go check it out, I guess the Washington Examiner has the uh, the full scoop. I'm sure we'll hear more hear more about this throughout the week. This is y'all's president's son, but hey. Uh, you know that's actually in that same conversation his wife or ex-wife who I feel like you probably know more about this is his ex-wife his brother's ex-wife um, or no no he had a wife and then he also had um, uh, the pregnant stripper that he put on salary hmm. and then he went and moved up moved in and shacked up with his uh, his dead brother's uh, wife so and her daughter Hunter Biden's ex-wife Kathleen Bull Buhill hell whatever speaks out on their marriage and financial woes so for the first time this lady i guess she's written uh, some sort of memoir and she's do, she's making the rounds talking about mm. their relationship mm. the marriage from hell basically <laughs> oh lord man um no stuck out on um yeah man i mean there's there's tons going on in the news this show will continue to grow and uh, potentially reach the top 10 charts in the u.s if you guys leave ratings and reviews for us all over the interwebs like apparently someone did in mexico to make us number seven yeah i don't know what the hell happened but hey we are number seven on the mexico charts we'll take Arriba! it ay, 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 ay. that's how some people think in it that's how stereotypical we are that's what they think like oh you're just gonna make a version just for the mexico market you're just gonna throw an arriba in the beginning yeah Pretty much. We tell you there's a good taco spot or a burrito spot on the other side of the border. Wait, so you're not going to... Oh, so George Soros bought up a whole bunch of Spanish Oh, in, in Miami, right? Well, I don't know where, but like a bunch of Spanish yep. language. And guess who's a part of the deal? You want George, to, Wait, George Soros, right? And guess who... Uh, favorite Latina from Hollywood. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, does she have her pom-poms out for Joe Breezy? Yeah, what's her name? 
Uh, the Desperate Housewife. Mendez? Yeah. Eva Longoria. La Eva Longoria. Come on, son. They're all the same. Yeah, so we should pull up that article. If not, y'all can look that shit up on y'all's own. But it's no surprise that they're going to be pushing that Latinx shit. We don't push none of that Latinx shit. That's probably why we number damn near number one. That's true. We ride it. We on Matt Walsh's ass on That's the right. news and commentary charts in Mexico. Yep, because they care about what is a woman, and so do we. I'm on your ass, Matt Walsh. Uh, buys pause. Pause. What would you call them? Uh, what would you call uh what what they bought? They bought a um, radio station or a- here? I can even show you a, a, um, an article. They bought like a conglomerate. Oh no, I don't have it on this phone. Let me see. I got two actually phones. Actually, I tweeted it. Um. George Soros-funded group of Hispanic investors buys dozens of radio stations. A group of high-profile Hispanic investors bought 18 radio stations across 10 cities in a $60 million bankrolled investment uh, tied to billionaire liberal activist George Soros. The group was funded by former Obama staffer Mm -hmm. Stephanie Valencia and campaign veteran Jess Morales, Raquetto, who worked with uh, both former President Obama in 2016 and Democratic presidential nominee... Hillary Clinton. Hmm. Uh, we believe in the power of the reach of the radio, and it remains the main source of media for a significant number of communities. Uh, Miss Rocchetto told NBC News, "We hope to provide, or we hope to create, relevant content for radio and other audio platforms with content that our community can trust and rely on." Funny enough, we when we sat down with Manny a couple weeks back, mm-hmm. or even after that, that initial little uh, huddle, um, I had sent both of you guys a. I think it was. Um, who does the big studies on on ratings and stuff? What's that organization? Uh, Nielsen. Nielsen. Okay. I think it was a, it was a it was a Nielsen related um, report from twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one about uh, podcasting and, and versus radio and all that stuff for America and outside of America. And then there was one specifically for basically Spanish speakers or whatever you want to call them, Hispanics, Latinos, <clears throat> and Mexicans in general. Brown people, Hispanics, Latinos, they like talk radio. And it's not just sports. Like, it's not just sports and it's not just um, silly shit. You know, radio, morning radio shows, they like talk radio in general. So that was really interesting to see. So it makes sense, right? It makes sense to do this. Did it show that Eva Longoria put some bread in it? Uh, I'll, keep re- I'll keep skimming this. But uh, I say that also to say this. That's why getting these shows and, and this medium of podcasting, this radio on demand, this, this streaming on demand in front of that audience is super important. So if you've got brown friends, family, acquaintances, whatever, sharing this is as equal to supporting it directly, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And we were supposed to do a Spanish episode, but um, I definitely need my wife here for that one. And we also want to start the uh, Cafecito Time uh, show. Nice. Live stream, maybe podcast. Y'all nice. let us know what y'all think. Because uh, we're going all in. We, we got the, um, we're going to start moving in real, real soon here to... Um, it's a little bit more elbow room. Yep. I think I think my wife exposed where the shit was going to be, so I'm not going to say it. I'm going to keep the smoke and mirrors going. Yeah, we, I like you know it. we upgrading. Keep we getting surprised. more space. Keep on their feet. Never let, never let them know your next move. We're getting more space, so uh, the, we'll have our own room just for this podcast, and then we want to add some other stuff so we can crank out more shit. So we're just trying to get everything in order. Yeah. Everything in order before they shut everything down for the goddamn Harambe. In addition to Miami, the Latino Media Network will also reach residents in New York, Los Angeles, Houston, and Chicago. So I can't wait for those shows to come to Houston, uh, wave, wave, radio wave, so that we can review it and let you guys know. Yeah, how are they going to, I mean, 
la raza no es pendeja. They're going to be like, hey, wait, pinches precios. Like, everything's going up like a motherfucker. What is up with this economy? Catching us is inflation. And meanwhile, these people on these stations, what are they going to be saying? Ah, uh, el, el, el enero 6, el 6 de enero, uh, el Trump hizo un coup. Era un attempted coup. Estos vatos son insurrectionists y se metieron muy violentamente y había mucha seguridad, pero de todos modos. Look at, does, does he not look like something from a fucking nightmare? Yeah, George Soros. Creepy. Uh, I had the article that I had on my, on my Twitter. Uh -huh. This Soros-backed takeover of Spanish-language radio stations is a top-down attempt to blunt the movement of Hispanic voters towards the right and weaponize Latinx propaganda. There you go. There's your girl. Is she, okay, did they say she's a part of this? Oh, yeah, right there. Um, actress Eva Longoria is investing in the Latino media network set to air in multiple cities. And then it says, uh, Valencia told Axios at the station. Da, 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 da. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we've been trying to tell y'all, bro. We've been trying to tell y'all. These people can't define what a woman is. They want to keep pushing this Latinx bullshit. They won't come out and say anything bad about Brian, Brandon. They're not going to say shit about Brandon, even though they were every, hey, fuck that puto. Hey, Donald Trump, fuck that puto. Now here come Biden fucking up everything and you quiet. It is, it is, uh, it's infuriating, but it's hilarious how I always use the phrase like low IQ voters or whatever common conservative kind of phrase you, you want to use. But a lot of these people, let's just say the people watching RuPaul's drag show, they're probably not that politically involved, honestly. They're probably just looking for their entertainment, their form of entertainment. And then you see Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi come on stage and tell you that, you know, these midterms are very important. As you get out there and express your vote because dressing in drag is the American way and whatever, whatever. And you just kind of get these people psychologically geared up. Yeah. You get Eva Longoria she's back basically, in. She's basically saying we're the nice guys. We're the good guys. We're the ones that hang with Eva Longoria. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It just, it's infuriatingly ridiculous. Yeah. And like you said, um, people who watch the drag show, whatever that is, uh, they're probably not politically inclined. Well, guess what, though, Rob? There's people who swear they're political experts. These motherfuckers swear they know everything about politics. And what do they do? They watch MSNBC and CNN on a loop all day. And they just getting, they getting this, like, packaged product, mm -hmm. which a lot of times lacks truth. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, a little bit. A lot of times there's context missing. They're not, they're just, it's all spin. So... I think we said it on a previous episode of ours where we said some of these folks are victims to their information diet. Yes, 100%. Now, here's a perfect video to kind of come to the end of the podcast because you mentioned something that I totally was going to wait for the next episode, but it goes perfectly with what you just said. Did you see this exchange with uh, Jean-Pierre and Ducey? KJP? KJP? No. Tell me it's the video. Jesus Christ. President Biden once bragged about the stock market hitting record after record after record on my watch. How about now? Meaning the stock market. All the gains from President Biden's time in office have been wiped out. Did you know that? So all the gains, as have you been know, wiped we're out. all the gains that people made from investments over the last sixteen months, or whatever, have been gone. They're completely. You don't have them anymore. Uh, what due to inflation? Due to mm -hmm. cost rising costs. Okay, rewind it again after record president biden once bragged about the stock market hitting record after record after record on my watch how about now meaning the stock market all the gains from president biden's time in office have been wiped out so 
as you know, we're watching, we're watching closely. Uh, we know families are concerned about inflation in the stock market. Uh, that is something that the president is, is really aware of. And so look, we face global challenges. We've talked about this. Uh, this is, we're not the only country dealing uh, with what we're seeing at the moment as it relates to inflation. You know, Putin, Putin's price hike, inflation, uh, coming, coming out of a once in a generation uh, global pandemic, all, all of those things play a factor. And, uh, and you know, it, but the thing, the way that we see this is that the American people are well positioned uh, to face these challenges because of the economic historic uh, gains that we have made uh, under this president, ah! under this president in the last 16 months. <laughs> yeah, Brandon, Brandon. What is she talking about? Um, you know, Putin really has done a number. She said the pandemic's a factor. Uh, yeah, that's why Trompitas was like, we can't shut everything down. We can't make the cure worse than the, con you know what I mean? I mean, that's why he did Operation Warp Speed. I mean, that's why he wanted China to owe us reparations. Like, yes, we know y'all's little bullshit fucking lockdown instead of just locking down the old folk. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being like, hey, man. We just got to be smart about the shit. And if you ain't got no business being out, stay your ass at the house, right? They wrecked the economy with that. And then they did the bailout for the people, the stimulus and printing up stimmies, right? Because even Trompitas was like, hey, man, we need a stimmy, right? And first of all, can we admit that y'all are a factor? Y'all's policies are a factor? Like y'all trying to say Putin's price hike. Basically, y'all have inflationary policies. Everything y'all doing, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all something, and once you see it, you can't unsee it. When you start to realize that all the moves that they're making is are set up to purposely fuck some shit up, it starts to make sense. You start being less surprised. I said, like, well, why would they do that? Wait, they want to, Ukraine got the handout, they want another $40 billion. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. They're like we're out of everything. Or yeah. I think some of the stuff they they're claiming wasn't even really delivered like it, it was supposed to be. Supp yeah, I even heard that uh, they've only gotten like five to ten percent. Yeah. Or something. I'm like, well, where is it? Is it pledged? But it ain't been donated. <laughs> it's been pledged, but it ain't been donated. Like, come on, man. Like, cause I it's, it. it's like it left our account pretty much. Where the fuck? Who's grubby low hands? Which oligarchs? Mm. Who got ten percent? Who's the big guy? Mm. Uh, I don't really know. Good questions. I don't want to speculate, but my point is, uh, at what point, and I think I have a perfect tweet for that too, but like, at what point are, are um, people going to just start being like, okay, bitch, enough is enough. And uh, while, you, while you tell the people something, I want to pull up. Rockfin.com forward slash Red Pill Tamales or Patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Tamales for your premium episodes. This is a perfect time to segue actually into until we, uh, we get the new sit uh, studio situated. I was going to pitch this idea before the podcast, but I forgot. So I feel like I like the idea of making our, uh, our free episode that launches on Wednesdays, which is this one, to be 90 minutes, which we're, we're at right now, oh, shit. to replace that Thursday half hour that we do. And then our premium episodes will be Thursday and Friday instead of Friday and Monday. So you get all three, bra, 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 Wednesday, oh. Thursday, Friday. You get Monday, Wednesday, Friday. No, you, get, you get Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So the free one on Wednesday, and then our patrons and uh, Rockfin subscribers get their premiums Thursday and Friday. So we got three episodes that are nice and long versus that fourth one until Cafecito time comes in the in the mix or whatever else you decide uh, to do. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. 
that was a whole lot of numbers and times. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. The numbers show. The people like it. The people like the longer episodes. Ow. Y'all making me work harder. That's what the fuck it is. Um, Text the last time. Man's, uh, man, I'm trying to find that perfect ass motherfucking quote. It was a meme about Jean-Pierre? No, it was basically saying like when everything starts to cost double, like at what point are people just all going to wake the fuck up? Pretty much. How, like how much does milk have to cost for you? Like this is really expensive. Or, I mean, I think a lot of families are already making decisions. Like, okay, I'm going to whip this up with that. You know, like, oh, yeah. we the Mexicans now. You know, we having to do more with less. Dude, when the kids wait, like, I hate waste, period, no matter what time we've been in. But when the kids don't eat all their stuff, I don't like I don't like making them feel bad for not eating their stuff because they're seven. But also, I'm like, guys, if you want more, I'll give you more. But don't put more on your plate and then not eat it. Yeah, you're, like, trying to... Um, Give them an economics lesson. Like, Every time, yeah. Like, do you know what all went into making this nugget? Dude, this french fry had to sit in a freeze, a refrigerated uh, trailer, make it to a, a distribution center for HEB, then in another refrigerated. This is a whole bunch of electricity going to keep this nugget cold speaking of electricity they're doing burpees every time they forget to turn off the lights in the restroom in the rooms they just leave them on they just get all of a sudden they got no habit of leaving the lights on everywhere i'm like look no, do, do not call cps on my producer <laughs> how many burpees you make your kids do bro uh hey if it's if you forget you get one you get one warning you do it again that's five you five. do it a third time that's another five come on so drop them give me 50 all right, right here was the uh tweet i retweeted from james melville i don't even know who he is it said when petrol and electricity bills double and people can't afford to heat their home or drive to work, and then politicians weighing on about net zero for climate change, we reach a tipping point where hopefully the public will say, fuck off. And I say this as an environmentalist. <laughs> that's a good, that's a and, tweet? Yeah, and then other people, and then he goes on to say, same with farming. Feed, fuel, and fertilizer supply costs are through the roof. Uh, someone else says, I say it now. Colleagues in my industry are giving up in mass. Energy bills are more than their rent. Um, I'm about to have two light bills, two water bills, two of everything. I got to take out two trash cans at two different places. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Red Pilt the Milers. Hit us up on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N forward slash Red Pilt the Milers. Hit your boy on cash. They're like, all right, motherfucker, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> Chill out, motherfucker. You done already promoted your merch, your tour tickets. Now you now you putting out your PayPal address. Your PayPal? Pay, yeah, PayPal. Ooh, speaking of PayPal, I got a story about PayPal on the next one. <laughs> oh, what's going on? I'll show you. Okay. We'll wait till the next one. All right, guys. Y'all be safe. I'll see you guys in Albuquerque and El Paso coming up. Legalized Freedom Tour coming in hot. Sass.